Have you ever purchased anything and you've been what I would call delightfully surprised as to how impressed you were with it? Pretty amazing, isn't it? Like an item that you use and you did not realize that it was of the highest quality and you bought it, you got it for a good price and you realize that it's it's your forever forever piece of machinery or tool or or just just something you're happy to have and you can't believe how good it is you know you get a lot of people like that with like uh, very simple things like uh, say for instance a coffee mug like say you have a favorite coffee mug like I don't know probably eight or nine years ago I got this hydro flask it was when they first came out and my mother-in-law got it for me for my birthday and you know back then it was I don't know probably a $30 mug she used to work at a um, she used to be a coffee barista and she got it for me in a in, in the coffee shop that she worked at she said yeah we got this new mug they're the latest and greatest whatever whatever and uh, I have since found that I cannot live without that you know that's a that's a definite definite like the astounding quality of that hydro flask and the shit that it has gone through and I beat the hell out of it not only that but like um, so a couple years ago like three years ago we kind of dove off a cliff and and decided to jump into this subcompact tractor thing and we bought a we found a what we thought was a pretty decent deal in uh, 2019. Yeah, I think it was 2019. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. In 2019, we, we, we uh, fell into what we thought was a pretty good deal on a subcompact tractor. And so we got it, and it worked out good. The guy kept impeccable shape of the tractor itself. And... You know, we've been using it, we've been parking it inside, and I've been using it, and I beat the hell out of that thing. Now, trust me, if there was anything I beat the hell out of, it's that thing right there. And, you know, shit gets lost, shit gets broke, whatever, whatever. But, I mean, this thing is strong as an ox, tried and true. It's way more impressive than I ever thought it would be. And I've been a heavy equipment operator for many, many years. But, um, you know, this, this subcompact tractor that we have is extremely impressive. And I just can't believe at the quality of it and how I can just pound the piss out of this thing and it just keeps working. It, it never quits. It doesn't break. It just keeps going. You know... And uh, this last weekend, you know, I, we were we were out there and, and, and building a, a wall out of um, out of big field rock, you know, some big ones, some little ones, whatever. Everything from about the size of a of a large beach ball down to the something the size of a of your fist, you know. And we've been building on that wall all weekend and hauling rocks from the neighboring farmers and I, I just went over there and scooped him up with the tractor. He's got a big rock pile. And wow, 
that tractor is just amazing. It just astonishes me to the quality that that thing is built at and what you know what it what it does for our family and what it does for the homestead so it's pretty amazing uh i would i would have paid at least twice what i paid for it to be honest with you just to get that tractor you know welcome to the poultry homestead podcast everybody i'm sure glad you're here wow it's tuesday uh the week before memorial day and uh i suppose it's that time of year where you got to clean out your pens, you got to clean out your chicken coops, you got to clean up after cattle or goats if you have them, and you, and you got a pile going of compost. Now the compost pile is is uh, kind of a uh, it's something that will never end at our place. It's it's just a constant. We're happy to have it. It's it's provided a lot of value to us, and it's. It's got some of the most fertile soil that I've ever seen. And it's just amazing as to how well it breaks everything down. And we use it on the homestead to plant things. Or, you know, to fill holes and put grass into or whatever. Um, it, I mean, you could, grow, you could grow babies out of the damn stuff. It's so good. Um, and it's pretty amazing, and I'll, and I'll kind of give you a step-by-step process as to how we ran into this. Um, you know, you're going to be doing projects at your place, and some of those projects are going to involve topsoil. Now, the topsoil around here may be a little bit different than what you have where you are. Um, the topsoil here is some of the most fertile topsoil on Earth. It is, as bl- it is as black as the night sky. It is black. And it's really good, fertile, loamy, black dirt. And we've done a few projects over the years where we've uh, we built a horse arena and we subcut for our um, yard. And we'll just get a little black dirt here and there and a little bit of topsoil here and there. So we got these... You know, the, the horses we had for a while. We've got cows now. We've got chickens. We've got pigs, you know, and all that bedding and all that stuff needs to be put into a manure pile or a compost pile. And about once a week in the summertime, not in the winter, in the winter we just let it accumulate in a pile. But in the summertime what I do is I mix topsoil with the stuff with the you know manure and the shavings and all that and if you leave it in a pile it'll all heat up and break down um, making compost and it's pretty amazing um, how it breaks down and everything but what what I'm doing is I'm taking the black dirt and I'm taking the compost and about once a week I go in there with the tractor in the summertime and I'll just stir it. I'll drop it, stir it, keep going in there, keep poking in there. And I've even gotten to the point where if I run into a pile of clay at our place, clay is not very good topsoil at all. It's just clay, but it's something, you know? So I'll get to a point where I'm starting to mix that in with the topsoil, just little bits, not very much. But I mix that in with the topsoil 
and I also mix that in with the um, compost. And in, in stirring it, you can see the pile just steam if it's kind of a colder day out. And you can, if you go up to the pile and, and, and feel it, it uh, it's definitely warm when you're doing this. Now I just poked into my pile the first time yesterday and it is the most beautiful, loamy, just amazing black dirt you've ever seen in your life. I mean, it is just awesome. And I pokes my bucket in there and I'm going around and there's just full of giant night crawlers, you know, like um, worms, angleworms, worms, worms, earthworms, whatever the hell you call them. We call them night crawlers around here and everybody uses them for fishing. And when I poked into that pile, that pile is in the chicken pen because the chicken scratched that pile down quite a bit. And in doing that, it just turned it over and just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dirt. And, you know, as we go, we clean the pens. Every wheelbarrow load goes in there. And then when we clean out the cow pen, you know, you'll get, you'll get a pretty good-sized pile about up to your belly button, you know. And uh, this is something that we've been working on for years, and it's just a constant work which is great and having that subcompact tractor to stir that up is is awesome you could also do it say if you had a smaller scale operation say you had quail or chickens and that's all you had you could definitely do that with a shovel you know um i would suggest doing it while enjoying a cocktail or a beer because uh, then it would make the job a hell of a lot funner but uh, <laughs> you know when you're doing your compost you know i mean you can even put there's stuff from the kitchen and kitchen scraps and stuff like that in there. But you know, to be honest with you, all our kitchen scraps go out in the chicken pen anyway. So it pretty much ends up in that compost pile eventually, even if a chicken eats it and then it poops it out, it'll end up in that compost pile. So we really have a good, good pile of compost going and it works amazing for everything. You know, if there's a little swale in the yard or something that needs filling, and you need to plant grass seed on it. It works amazing for that. It works really well for, you know, any kind of planting. Um, anytime I till up the garden, what I do is I put about a three inch layer of this compost on top of it before I till the garden. And that really helps us out because um, it makes good fertile loamy soil, you know. And where we have the garden isn't necessarily the most fertile part of the yard, but when you put that compost in there, it's like giving it a shot of nitrous, man. It's, it's totally awesome and it works just sweet, you know. Um, last summer our garden was, was great. I did very minimal, very minimal weeding and it still ended up being totally awesome. So it's something we're really proud of and it's something that, you know, it's just a constant work and I kind of geek out when I go down there with my tractor and I stir it. And I like running the tractor. I like looking at that compost and looking at how well it is doing. Um, so if you ever get a chance, you know, and you're doing projects in the yard and you end up with some topsoil left over, hey, your compost pile might just be the place for that, you know, mixing it in with that. Not only that, but stirring up your compost pile anyway, you know, whether you have topsoil in there or not. Some of you are not gonna have topsoil and you need a place to put it. Um, some people, you know, if you have a smaller operation, what they'll do is they'll just kind of make like a pallet cage for the compost. 
and that works pretty good. Uh, note though, the acids in the compost will definitely eat away at the nails in the pallets and rust them out. And the acids will also eat away at the pallet wood because pallet wood is untreated. Fact is, any treat, any lumber, even if it is treated, the acids in compost really aren't that good for it. But, um, you know, um, and, and if you have a wheelbarrow and you leave your compost in a wheelbarrow, it will eat the bottom right out of it. Um, I've seen it happen before. You know, you clean up after horses or whatever, and a lot of that pee and a lot of the acids that are in that, that'll eat away at the wheelbarrow. So you kind of want to not leave it in the wheelbarrow at all times and maybe hose that sucker out every now and then just to clean that stuff off so it's not eating away too hard at it. But anyway, that's one way that we do it. Uh, if you got a way that you do it and you'd like to, um, let me know of a different way to do it. Uh, let me know. Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Uh, I have seen in people's yards, they have those barrels that they put their uh, food scraps into, and then they... Um, I don't know, have some hand crank thingy that rotates the barrel part way or something. And then they use that compost for their garden goods. Whatever works. You know. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to have a large tractor and a big pile, so I don't need that shit. Anyway, however it works for you. You know. Um, I have seen people, you know, I mean, like when we were living in town in Oregon, you know, we didn't have a garden and we didn't really know what to use our compost for or our uh, shavings and, and uh, fecal matter from the chickens. But, uh, you know, we were known to just throw it in the freaking garbage, you know. I mean, the best thing for a landfill is good compost, right? So I guess we did that too, but that's kind of wasting it. And you're not really reusing it the way you want to. But it was something to get rid of. You know? So anyway, I suppose, thank you for listening today, and I sure appreciate it. I uh, better get rocking, and uh, we got Memorial Day coming up here. Oh, man. Pretty excited about it. And, uh, yeah, those useful things that you can't live without that really impress you as to how long they last and how much you appreciate them and the sheer quality of it. Just remember those things, you know? I mean, they're not to be worshipped or anything like that, but I mean, just some of the handiest shit on earth is unexpected uh, arrivals. I suppose. Anyway, have a good one. Mm-hmm.